Hello everyone, uh, just wanted to do a quick update. Um, I've been playing the heck out of Halo Infinite as much as I can, and I wanted to do a episode this weekend of its release, but I'm actually going to wait till Wednesday. Um, so you guys are going to get Wednesday's episode now to, uh, today, and that is going to be on the Nintendo 64, just kind of a general discussion with Eric, uh, the casual gamer, but I want to do a quick update on Halo. It is everything that you could have wanted and wanted just so much of. It's just, it's such an incredible game. Um, there's definitely some things they need to fix, like a lot of performance issues, graphical uh, hiccups, um, uh, weapon tunings, uh, UI, just a ton of stuff that needs to be polished, and uh, which is perfectly fine in my eyes. It's just so nice to get my hands on the game after all these damn years. Um, I think 343 Industries did a really good job. Unfortunately, the, the the rolling out of the flight was really crazy because there's hundreds of thousands of people trying to get their hands on it. Um, so servers were crap on the website. Um, I think it waited like nine hours just to finally be able to install it, play it for like 30 minutes, and then go to work. Um, so yeah, uh, just wanted to do a quick update. The Halo Infinite technical flight episode will be available on wednesday uh so this episode's coming out today uh, this is well i'm recording this on saturday but it'll be released saturday uh, sunday august 1st so just a heads up um i just want to go ahead and say thank you guys for your support you know all of you who've been watching my clips that i've been posting throughout the weekend i've been trying to really push out as much halo infinite content as i can um just trying to enjoy the game as well um but yeah so just want to do a quick update a little bit before the show but that's all i got um i hope you guys enjoy this nintendo 64 discussion i think it's fantastic it's one of the best consoles of all time uh it was such, such a huge part of our childhood so it's really fun to go back and listen to it so that'll be it for me um i hope you guys enjoy the show and i will see you guys on wednesday bye Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. Thank you for joining me today, as I have Eric, the casual gamer here, to talk about Nintendo 64. Kind of uh, looking back at our history, uh, it's my first console, and I believe his as well. Uh, just growing up, I started with the 3D games, so it's going to be really fun to talk about that with Eric. But I want to remind you, we are sponsored by Forever Grips Gaming Accessories, where you can save 15% off your first order using the code It Just Works Pod in all caps. Once again, that is It Just Works Pod in all caps. Thank you, Forever Grips Gaming, for sponsoring this show. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram and engage in the posts, questionnaires, or polls I do on there. You are welcome to DM me on there as well. Many topic suggestions, questions, or concerns. That is at It Just Works Podcast on Instagram. Once again, that is at It Just Works Podcast on Instagram. Let's go ahead and cue that intro.
All right, everybody, welcome into the show. Today, we were talking about the Nintendo 64 console, uh, what it meant to us as kids. And uh, Eric over here actually still collects uh, the boxes and the consoles. Uh, it's kind of amazing, his retro co- collection. Uh, so, Eric, welcome back to the show, man. It's been a while. Hello. Good, sir. It has been too long since the last time I was on. And I jumped in for about five seconds and then got out of there. And then before that, I don't even remember. Oh, the Xbox. Probably 10 seconds. Uh, the predictions for Xbox E3. So that's mm. uh, it's, it's only been a few months. Um, well, you know, you hate me, so I don't come back. If only you were better at Apex Legends, I wouldn't hate you so much. Gosh. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, besides Apex, have you played anything else lately? Or uh, you haven't I, had time? Um, uh, golf with friends with you. And then I did download the uh, flight simulator because that came out yesterday, which is, it looks so good. It's, it's kind of boring. But that's kind of the point of it, I think. Is it's just like a really relaxing, cool game. I mean, like it's kind of funny because you can see like Disneyland if you get out of LAX, and you know, like I crashed into Disneyland. <laughs> um, I like how you casually say that. Yeah, I just crashed into Disneyland. No and, deal. So then I was playing that Apex Golf with Friends. There was something else. Oh, I've been messing around with Tony Hawk One and Two just randomly oh, and Rocket League. So that's about it. I did start playing. Uh, the Super Mario 64 or the 3D All-Stars on Switch. I got that hooked up on my TV, so it's playing that with Miles and stuff, but um, that's about it. I got to get into Skyward Sword because I have that now. Oh, nice. Yeah, Skyward Sword's fun. I feel like it's not too hard to pick up. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator as well. I flew out of LAX to our city's airport and it took me about 30 minutes flight time. Um, that the is, game is yeah that takes a while to get somewhere it's kind yeah of funny. so it's a single passenger plane and like you said yourself it is a boring game um the cats are in the background and they're adorable but uh the game is absolutely stunning um like i love it so much i actually went ahead and paid 20 bucks extra for a fighter jet that nato uses or you know so the allied forces and I flew from a mar- or you know military air base uh, to San Diego, and I went. Long take you. <laughs> I went seventy five thousand feet or altitude, and I almost went to space. But honestly, it took me, I think like <laughs> ten, not even five minutes. Like I was, it was quick. It so was you very quick. Yeah. And you thanked yes. everybody from Amazon. And I, I I just want to thank everybody who works tirelessly at Amazon who doesn't get good benefits. And I just want to thank all of my customers out there uh, without you and your uh, without Amazon you Prime memberships. Fucked? Without you getting fucked, I wouldn't have been able to fly to San Diego in less than five minutes. Um, the game's crazy, man. Uh, I was flying from our airport to our main city in the, our main street in the city. And I literally saw a grocery store that I had just went to for work that day. <laughs> And it's got the name all over it. Like, oops, that's the figure that just dropped by my hand. Um, the game is literally a photocopy of our world. So let's say there's a sporadic thunderstorm that happens in our city. The game will actually update and it will have a thunderstorm in our city. So, Oh, it does that? 
Yeah, it, it does that. It does. I didn't know. The technology that's in this game is mind blowing. The simulation is really crazy. Um, for years, I've heard about people learning how to fly through this game, and now I know why. Because if you play in hardcore mode, it is literally flying. So uh, it's crazy. It's very detailed. I do think, however, that this game, while it's one of the biggest games ever made, it's one of the most detailed games ever made, it actually does show the limits of the Xbox Series S. Uh, So that kind of has me worried for future next-gen titles. However, once again, uh, high-end PCs struggle with Microsoft Flight Simulator. So I don't know if this game is the best to um, reference when it comes to the console's limitations. But uh, it's still really fun. Um, it's still b- gorgeous. I can't wait to you know share some clips on Instagram. But uh, yeah, man, I've been basically playing the same games as you. Uh, I was playing my third-gen games. I was going to trade a bunch of Pokemon from Ruby to Fire Red. And I realized that after all these years, my purple uh, link cable does not work anymore. So I bought one on eBay for 15 bucks, a brand new replacement. So that's about it. But we are nice. here to, yeah. So I, you know, love the retro gaming right now. Uh, it's been fun, which is why you're here, let alone to just have a conversation, but to talk about Nintendo 64 uh, till this day, if not the most iconic console in existence, it's it's right up there. Uh, I don't really know what else would beat it. Um, what was it like for you to, you and Chris, to have this console, our oldest brother? I mean, because you guys, it was your guys' console. It was, you know, yeah, that guy for you I, too. Do you remember I anything? do remember where we were when we got at the house, the Rosewood house. Um, it was ours, and it came with Super Mario. 64 and um i don't you know at the time i didn't really you know it came out i'd say the year come out 87 so i was nine you know so that console though i mean (laughs) we used to Uh, learn to fly oh anyway Sorry, side conversation, everybody, my bad. Uh, So the console itself, you know, at the time, I mean, it was amazing. It is amazing. It still holds up, I think. And that's the really the beauty of it, I think, for a lot of people, is it holds up. I mean, obviously, the the graphics are not, you know, old, and some games are probably a little more choppy. And um, but the console itself, the games, you can, you can just go backwards and just play it and play it and play it. And there's, you know, 300, almost 300 games that you could choose from if you could find them. And if you've got them, most people have a, you know, the same 20 games for the most part. Um, but, you know, it is when crazy. we got it, huh? No, it is crazy that like everyone pretty much had the same 20 games. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny because I still look for games and I'm still collecting the, the complete in box games. Um, Shout out to N64 guy because he basically just watching his stuff. He kind of made me just want to do it. Um, But, you know, it's just funny because every time you see a bundle or whatever, it's usually like, you know, Super Mario, Mario Kart, uh, GoldenEye. Banjo, Zelda, Majora's Mask, I mean, it's Smash, Pokemon Stadium. You know, those are the main games. And it, it's kind of crazy looking back at it now because those, I mean, I, I don't remember 
exactly how many games we ended with on that console. But, you know, those were pretty much the Star Fox. You know, those were the games that we had that I played. And then now being 32 and collecting and just kind of seeing prices and different games, it's a whole different thing. It's like, I didn't even know some of these games even existed. It's, it's kind of a trip, but it's kind of cool. Um, so, yeah, I mean, getting it back in 97 was just, it, I can't even comprehend how it felt, you know, but I would, I would imagine that it was pretty much like that kid that's that viral video of the kid getting it back in the day for Christmas. Yeah. That's pretty much what I think happened. In the 64 so, kid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great video. And I'm pretty sure like that's, how it happened like that's how it was for chris and i so it's it's, it definitely is and and like you said that was our first console you know we didn't have nes we didn't have super nes um sega we played a little bit because we had a um, neighbor but um, i only remember playing sonic and i think jurassic park and that was about it so but it's just blossomed into this thing and you know 20 years later or 25 years later it's just it's insane <laughs> who's keeping count dude it, yeah it just it cracks me up how every time we look at n64 lots on offer up akari it is always like always the same games where if you look at ps3 ps2 uh, xbox there's way more uh, variety in a weird way so the thing is you know, you name all those games, though, and they are like some of the best games ever made in history. Like, and to think all of those are on one console, man. I mean, yeah. there's a yeah, reason I why mean, people didn't like the GameCube when it came around. <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't really remember when the GameCube, when it launched. And, you know, we, I don't think at that time. 2001. Well, no, I know. But I, OK, fine. You know, so we're talking about four or five years. And um, but I don't remember it coming out and being like oh shit i gotta i gotta get the new one i gotta you know and then nintendo 64 is old i gotta get the gamecube or um, i guess ps2 was coming out so i actually got that but um yeah i mean just like i said going backwards looking at all the games i mean and all these games hold up you know banjos i mean you know that's why they they remastered some of these games like <clears throat> super mario a lot of people still play um i believe on like the emulators and um you were playing Mario Kart 64 on your computer or no, on the Xbox <laughs> on the Xbox. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, these games are, I mean, they're amazing. I mean, Mario Kart 64 holds up always. Very well, very, very well. The tracks were amazing. That's why they still bring them into the new stuff. I think, right. There was maybe one or two that were, or maybe even more uh, that were in Mario Kart 8. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The rainbow road, rainbow uh, road. Toads. Toes Turnpike. Uh, okay. Oh yeah. Yoshi's Yoshi's fucking Valley, bro. <laughs> mm. um, well, you know, the thing is with like Mario Kart 64 in particular, and we're gonna do a separate episode for that down the road. Um, you know, when we were kids, we didn't care about graphics. We didn't care about performance of the game. However, to toot their horn, uh, Mario Kart 64 till this day runs perfectly at 60 frames a second. So that's why oh. it aged so well, because the refresh rate is so good. It's so crisp. So the graphics didn't really matter. The game just ran really well. And then games like Smash Brothers, I think, is also at 60 frames. And then Super Mario 64 is just 
it might be the most iconic game of all time. I really don't know I, another one. I think it's up there. Yeah, I, mean, I think like Ocarina I said, of Time is right there, but yeah, for sure. Um, you know, playing it the other day with uh, Miles, my son, uh, your nephew. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in case anybody's wondering. Yeah, um, shout out to Miles in like 15, 20 years when he hears this. Yeah, he uh, he was interested in it. It was really kind of cool. You know, he obviously didn't know what the hell's going on, and but to him, it's it's like watching a show or something, you know. And yeah. uh, he was it was funny because you could do the flip and then land on your butt. Yeah, I don't know what that's called technically, but the flip and the Z button it's just the butt like stop. a ground pound, I guess. Yeah, he was laughing, dude. So I was just like doing it and doing it. <laughs> was he really? He was just like ah! like laughing his ass off. It's hilarious. Oh, it's that's amazing. Cute. But you know, it's just that's what I'm kind of hoping for is that he kind of, I don't want him to like be all involved and like love everything that I love, but if he, you know, can get into it and he likes it or he just enjoys playing it. Like that's why I've got all these retro stuff, these games. I mean, and I was looking good. No, you just want your, you know, you just want your kid to see the, you know, appreciate it or see the appreciation you have for it. You know, it's kind of like the same thing with our own dad with all of his muscle cars growing up and like all he knows as a mechanic, like we can appreciate what he loves and knows because I mean, he's just so well versed in that. And then of course, obviously the muscle cars he owned are gorgeous. So mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of along the same lines. I mean, you hear, you hear the music to Super Mario 64, you see the the main menu where you can like grab his face and do stupid things with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just iconic. And it's like, you hear those jingles, you know exactly what's going on. And I, I think it's awesome that miles gets to experience that um you know video games while some people do abuse sitting on a couch and doing nothing but playing video games at the end of the day they are still pieces of art and so what you're doing as a collector is preserving that you're preserving your childhood but you're also preserving the art that is these games so he can see where we came from and then appreciate what he has now too though because i mean dude in 10 years in 10 years, he's going to have a headset on playing Halo or whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be Halo, but I'm just saying like GTA will be a only VR game. And yeah. I don't know, like it's just uh, the era we grew up in went from, you know, uh, cassette tapes to CDs to, to DVDs, Blu-rays, VHS, all digital now. So it's just like, who knows what's going to happen for him. So it's cool that you can share those experiences with him and he can actually laugh and appreciate it. Yeah. And it's just like, for me, it's really cool just to see the boxes because, you know, we took it for granted. I didn't give two shits about the manual unless I really needed something. And I didn't give any shits. I mean, I know they just went into the trash and it's so sad because the boxes, they, their artwork, like you said, and they're just as much a part of um, the game. And as a child, most of the time, anytime, even now, you know, I watch Miles, you know, just tear shit apart, right? Well, <laughs> you just, you don't realize at the time. And so looking back and trying to collect some of these games, I mean, I have 143 games for the Nintendo 64 out of the 297 that there are. And um, I probably have maybe 110 or 120 complete in box. So, you know, it's really cool to just have those. And kind of just admire them, to be honest with you. I really just enjoy looking at them. I'm going to play, or I do play, 
some of them, but I will play a lot of them with him once he's at that point. And uh, yeah. so it, it should be really cool. And, you know, and they, they kind of hold their value, a lot of them, you know, or they've gotten, I mean, I guess there was the spike last year with COVID and stuff, but even then, I mean, I'm just looking at prices right now on some of these games and they're, they're still, a lot of them are pr- pretty pricey. Yeah. I would say they always did kind of hold their value pretty well. And it's uh it's always something that people have gone back to as, you know, a conversation, you know, people always reminisce about it. And I think it's just because Nintendo took a lot of risk. And when you think they of Mario, think about it. you know, when you think, think of like Mario party, when you think about super smash brothers, melee, or I'm sorry, just regular smash brothers. Smash brothers yeah. um, those are two like far out, games that could have failed and then they ended up being masterpieces for their time <laughs> so it's like yeah i think well, that's I mean, why think about um you think about like having the rumble packs yeah you know because yeah. i can't think i guess really at that time there was only um ps playstation one and then the nintendo 64 that were like the main consoles at that time and they're like oh well let's let's make a, a function that when you're you get damage or your star fox 64 was the i think the first game probably that used it i know that that was i think it one came with it yeah it came with it yeah, yeah for yeah. sure yeah i have that complete you know and it's it's just i think about all this stuff like hey you pikachu you know they had the microphone like they were very innovative with the console they they took everything kind of a step forward look at pokemon stadium you know yeah, you trading could, between your games you and trading between the games but also battling and then using your pokemon from your game boy games you know i mean who else did that at that time or even kind of after really at that time no one even thought it was a possibility yeah. so was, there's just a lot to um there was just a lot to do you know um every game kind of had its own thing um you know the mario stuff was all like i mean mario 64 mario mario kart uh, Super Smash, Mario Tennis, Mario Golf. I mean, they were all like really good games for just Mario. The Zelda games. I mean, so Nintendo 64, like you said, is just one of those consoles that's going to live forever, I think. And um, I mean, everybody, I don't know anybody who hates that console or whatever. You know what I mean? It, and that's just kind of the beauty of it, I think. Um, and it, the other thing too is it's got kid games like Elmo and um, Tarzan and Toy Story, and then it's got Conkers and Doom and South Park. South Park, yeah, dude. So it's like, it, dude, it was for everybody. It was for everybody, and it's just so cool that when you again look at it from now and look back at everything, it's like, wow, like it really was kind of amazing. Um, it, it introduced everyone in the world to rubbing alcohol and blowing into things, <laughs> which you're you know, not supposed to do, <laughs> which you're not supposed to do. Um, I, was just, I was just thinking about it too. And I uh, lost my train of thought. Well, so, the other really cool ahead, thing about Nintendo 64 too is even again, now that I'm collecting and I didn't care about this back in the day, cause I had my console and that was that, but the different color consoles, and there's those are really good looking they're super cool in the light or you know in the um, natural sun sunlight and stuff it's just they just did so much stuff i mean it's just 
And I think, again, it was only like four or five years that that console was around and they accomplished a lot. With yeah, they got from like 94 to 99, 2000 or something. Was it 94? 90, 95? I'll we'll have to double check. Yeah. Look that shit up, Jamie. Yeah. Um, young Jamie. Uh, well, the other thing, too, that was a huge risk was uh, Ocarina of Time. It was the first 3D Zelda, too. Uh, every Zelda before that was all the uh, top-down ones, um, like 16-bit. Mm. So Ocarina yeah. of Time was also revolutionary in its own right. And actually, I would say, till this day, besides like D&D as like a role-playing game, I would say Ocarina of Time uh, set the standard for RPGs. I mean, I can't think of anything else until Morrowind. Uh, Elder Scrolls Morrowind on the original Xbox, which you know was one of the highest selling games at the time. You know, uh, most awards, uh, Oblivion won a ton of awards, but I feel like Ocarina of Time really gave people like the vision to go like, oh my god, we can make a 3D RPG on mm-hmm. consoles because PS2 when that came out had tons and tons of just RPGs that me and uh, Jarrett played. So yeah, the the console is just absolutely mind-blowing i mean star fox 64 such a such a basic game but so damn fun and so iconic too yeah the games were like a lot of fun again think about the games star fox okay you can kind of pick and choose your own path if you if you just you you can go this you can go different ways to get to the end game right and it wasn't pokemon stadium no it wasn't but pokemon stadium you know there's not only is there battling you know, by yourself, you could play with other friends. You can bring your Pokemon from the game. But there's also mini games. The mini games are fun. They still are. Yeah, they still are. I mean, Mario Party One, Two, Three, amazing games. Um, a lot of the games. I mean, Goldeneye. Goldeneye had was a, an amazing game. With the the campaign was amazing. Is amazing. But then you can go play all the the big head mode and. Rockets and grenades only, and then just change it up for multiplayer. Golden gun only. Golden gun. I mean, think about that multiplayer. Like that opened up a lot of what we do now. So it's just, yeah. I mean, and then like you said, Ocarina of Time. You know what that did for video games and RPGs in general. You know, I can't think of anything else that's kind of done that. Yeah. You know. I mean, there's, there is, you know, new games, newer games. I think Halo was another game, you know, that uh, did that type, just changed the meta of video games and yeah. how to play multiplayer. And, um, but and yeah, I think Nintendo 64 definitely started something, you know? Yeah. I mean, they even had the F-Zero games on there. Um, you know, they had toy soldiers, they had the sports games, they had wave racer, I mean, they had so they had like twenty W Hydro Thunder games. Yeah. I mean, there's just four Star Wars games. Fucking NFL Blitz. Yeah, we haven't even talked about Rogue Squadron yet. Oh yeah, holy dude. shit! Uh, uh, the fucking Empire game, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat trilogy on the N64 was so fucking good. I mean, Tony Hawk and one and two and three. Do you remember going to Albertsons 
and going to the rental store and getting the games in that hard ass plastic. It was yes. so hard to get the game out or yeah. the VHS out. <laughs> you would yeah. like cut yourself trying to get it out. Yeah. <laughs> I did that. I first remember going games. there and like, we would look at games and like, I always choose the same shit. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. We always choose. The same <laughs> shit. We just... I remember like we would get chopper attack and, yeah. um, oh, I can't think of the other game. Well, we Mortal Kombat was... trilogy was that. Trilogy, right? we, I think Kombat we got sub zero ones. Yeah. Uh, um, and Mortal Kombat because mom right and dad there. didn't want us to have that. So, yeah, but they didn't really pay attention. They didn't want us to have the game, but they didn't, they didn't want attention. us to have it, but they rented it for us. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you got a uh, blockbuster that was in the same plaza. And then we'd go to blockbuster and spend way too much time in there. And yeah. I miss blockbuster. I mean, um, Pokemon snap. That was amazing. It still is dude. Pokemon snap. Oh my God. Another game that like, you didn't know you wanted it until like it happened and you're like yes i am down for this like i need yeah. this in my life yeah because it's just one, it's just a simple game it's fucking fun i think uh, donkey kong countries on there rush hour donkey kong 64 uh, or rush hour rush. uh cruising usa is on there too cruising one two and well D- yeah cruising, Diddy kong World, racing. cruising usa and uh cruising exotica and then you got Diddy Kong Racing, you got Banjo, which you already said earlier, but like Banjo-Kazooie was like, man, that's such a good game. And then Banjo-Tooie yeah. came out and you had, literally had local first-person multiplayer where you kept shooting bird eggs at each other. I don't, do you remember that at all? Yeah, I do. Just, yeah, I mean, that's like yeah. old shit. Um, yeah. It's a lot of fun, dude. And again, they that that's like we touched on like 40 games out of 300. Yeah. 300 doesn't even sound like that much, but when you look at the list of games and what was on there, I mean NASCAR. Uh, oh, the NASCAR games. The NASCAR games we used to play. Daytona, what a, na- Daytona mm-hmm. or something. It's just na- NASCAR '99 or NASCAR '2000. Dude, what a console! Yeah, I mean, so it's just a, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to collect them now. Um, I just think they had Turok. I mean, there was just oh a lot God, of Turok. They had four Turok games on that. Um, one, two, three, and Rage Wars. They just had so much, dude, and it's just insane. And I didn't even realize exactly what they had until, like, recently when I started collecting. Yeah. And um, so it's a lot of fun. Um, it's a great console. I can't wait to move so I can get my room set up to just have a console and a TV ready all the time. So, you know... Um, I'm just looking at all these freaking games. And, and the, so, you know, think about it too, okay. Smash Brothers. I mean, I guess I didn't play too many games, so I wouldn't know for sure. Smash Brothers did something too, where they you could get you could unlock a couple characters, you know. And I don't remember. Um, I can't think of yeah. any other games. Well, I mean, there's other games where you could unlock stuff, but like Smash Brothers already took like a mashup of characters and then said, "Oh yeah, you can also unlock more characters." Like Jigglypuff was one. Pretty sure Captain Falcon was Captain one. Captain Falcon uh, wasn't uh, Falco. Falco was melee. Uh, he, he wasn't in the original one. The original roster is pretty pretty uh, small. And by um, the way, the Nintendo sixty four came out in uh, ninety six in September in America. In America, and then so it's ninety five Japan for ninety six. Oh, okay. They're usually a year before us in the old days. Um, so 
random ass question on the spot. It's going to be tough for you. You're going to hate it. But what are your top three games on the N64 as you sit here? I can go first if, it, if you need more time. Um, GoldenEye is definitely in there. Um, God, that's tough. Well, Star before Fox you keep going, 64. So when it comes to GoldenEye, though, do you remember replaying it five years ago and all of us getting headaches at mom and dad's old house? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's what happens when you're old. That shit hurt. Um, we were so excited to set it up and then it fucking failed. Uh, yeah, so Star Fox, good choice. Um, it's a, kind of a toss-up, dude. I mean, oh, man. Well, so far, mine's very different, so this is awesome. Yeah, I de- GoldenEye for sure. I just remember playing that stuff all the time. And then the multiplayer was just so... We just you know we would change the cheats, and I just remember having a really good time with that game, um, Star Fox because it's amazing, and then probably Super Mario sixty four because that was the first game that I played on that game on that console, and then the, the, the runner ups probably wow that's hard, Banjo, Kazooie and Ocarina, Smash. Um, There's just too many games, but yeah, I'll, I'll stick with those three. I would go Mario Kart sixty four first. Ocarina second, and then Pokemon Stadium third, and then runner-up would be Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Yeah, I mean, I'm giving you top ten. Yeah, I was gonna say top three is hard. Yeah, top ten is super easy too. That's it's kind of funny. Um, was there any game that you played that you hated on the N64? Because mine was uh, Shadows of the Empire, the Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. I didn't care for it. Which is crazy because um, people love it, and yeah. I, I just didn't. I didn't. I didn't like it. I'm trying to think that I hated. Yeah, where you're like, ah, I didn't like that game, but everyone else did. Not. I can't think of anything off the top of my head to be honest with you. Um, I just know I hated playing with you and Chris because you guys would never let me choose the characters I wanted, which was basically just Yoshi. Yeah, and you guys would pick on pick on me and make me choose Peach. Well, <laughs> in my defense, you would just do the same stupid ass move because you thought it was funny. It, it still Smash is. Brothers. It holds up. Still funny. And you only did it because it pisses off, and then the stupid <laughs> sound. What the buttering ha? Huh? Yeah, that one. <laughs> buttering ha! <laughs> Whatever the hell he does. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I can't think of anything that I hated. Yeah, dude, we didn't even talk about 1080 snowboarding. Whoa, another wave race. one. I said wave racer. Oh, do we? Okay. Which was good though. See, the sports games back in the day were just so fucking good. I mean, the worst game, the hated game, is Superman. Oof. Yeah, it's so bad. But no, you know, I honestly I can't think of a game that I freaking hate. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, hates uh you know. I guess maybe I just didn't play some of the games that I, well, you know, have played. 80% of your collection now you haven't played. I can tell you that much. I already know that. Yeah. Game wise? Like, yes. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. You have like fucking yeah, WCX I mean, wrestling or something and like <laughs> just well, random. I mean, just games I didn't know about. 
You know, you remember on the PS2 when we would like play the wrestling games and make our characters look like Dragon Ball Z characters, <laughs> like I had Goku, <laughs> we were literally just an orange shirt with blue jeans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so fucking stupid. Yeah. Um, I do remember doing that. That's funny. Oh, Extreme G. Yeah, I can't think of anything that I hated, so I'll leave it at that. Oh, Extreme G, dude. Oh my I mean, god. Extreme G was freaking amazing too. I wish it would come back. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. I think <sighs> some, some of the games are definitely better off staying on the console. And... It's kind of like Hollywood. Just stop making remakes. Yeah, for sure. Just stop. Although Ghostbusters Afterlife looks really, really good. So I'm trying to maintain my hopes. You know, a game I do remember renting a lot. And I don't know. Well, we also played it arcade style. was Off-Road Challenge. I do remember playing that a lot. It sounds uh, familiar. Um. This is the, I don't know what you would call them, off-road racing game with the trucks. Yeah, with the Baja trucks. It's got the yeah, fucking yeah. Toyota, you know, the white mm-hmm. Toyota with the red trim. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we played that a lot. Yeah, man, just good stuff. Uh, Star Wars Naboo Starfighter, Star Wars Pod Racing. Oh my Dude, god, Star Wars Pod Racing. I mean, they brought that back, and that was worth it. <laughs> was it? I I think so. It's the oh, same exact on? game. Uh, Switch, Xbox, everything. Yeah, I have it on the Switch. Yeah, I think it's like 10 bucks. They brought back Republic Commando, Jedi Academy, Jedi Outcast, Pod Racer, all on the Switch. I think I have them all too. Hmm. Um, but yeah, dude, I mean, it's just like I said, it's one of those consoles, you know, those games are classic. So it's a lot of so fun. What made you want to like, actually collect the games again so you collected probably like 10 years ago just for fun because you're just finding good deals and stuff but mm-hmm. now in the last year you've grown the collection quite a bit so like what sparked that 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 desire to start collecting <clears throat> um again? you know i don't know i just uh i just started seeing like I said, I would I would see the Nintendo 64 guy stuff on YouTube and um, Instagram a little bit. And I always thought that that was really cool and his collection's insane. Um, so I always kind of thought like, oh, that'd be cool to kind of collect some of this stuff. And then I ended up buying a couple boxes or games complete in box. Um, just random games, so, you know, Rogue Squadron and Dark Rift 64 and... Um, Toy Story 2 and Army Men and just random games that were cheap enough. And then I I ended up finding some from a guy that is close to us and he was selling them pretty cheap. It was Super Smash Brothers, Mario 64, and Mario Kart 64. Mm-hmm. And just looking at them and seeing them every so often, I was like, man, these are just, they're just really cool. It would be pretty cool if I could you know, find other ones. And then it just kept going. And that's kind of it. I mean, I just kept, keep, not kept, keep buying um, games. And you know, I've slowed it down a little bit, but, <clears throat> you know, a lot of the people know, there's a good amount of people that know what they're selling. I would say 90% of the people. So, and if they don't know what they sell uh, or what they're selling, it's, it goes pretty, pretty quickly because there are, people looking for games and um, collectors and then resellers. So 
it's become a little bit more intense, especially with games that are hard to find. Um, but it's just a lot of fun. And, and again, I just like, it's kind of a piece of art and it's nostalgic. Um, but that's about it. I mean, there really wasn't a main reason. I just kept going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It will be pretty cool for you to be able to set uh, at least a console up and some controllers and be able to just plug it in and, or just turn it on and put a game in and go down memory lane for a little bit. Even yeah. if it's like 30 minutes, it's still going to be uh, really fun to do. You know, I can't wait to do like four player fucking Mario Kart again. Um, Mario Party, Ruin Friendships. Um, just uh, just such good stuff. You know, it was funny. That was the funny thing about the, this console. And like we've already talked about a lot of those games is like the licensed franchises that were on this, like the Disney games, the Star Wars games. Um, they were pretty good games. Like they weren't bad compared to what you would see in the last decade uh, with what we have now. Um, it just seems like between the 90s and the early 2000s was like peak creativity um, for these major titles. I'm not saying that there's not creativity now, but um, just uh, it's pretty nuts when you look back at like, what you had compared to what we have now. Because if you look at like Star Wars, in the last generation the only major titles we had were Battlefront 1 and 2, Jedi Fallen Order. That's it. <laughs> and Nintendo 64's life cycle, you had Rogue Squadron, you had Pod Racer, Naboo Starfighter, uh, uh, Fallen Empire, or whatever it's called. Um, and all three, so, all four of those were like acclaimed in some fashion. They were all different too. Very, very different besides yeah. the Starfighter. Yeah. yeah. Well, the the difference, I guess, was the the ships and the story. Um, you know, the one was the prequel stuff. One was the the newer stuff, right? Yeah, so. the Naboo Starfighter. You actually played as like the main Naboo pilot in the movie, and it was basically his story. You know, that's the cool things too about those games is like they added so much backstory to the characters in those worlds that the movies couldn't. So. Like if you ever yeah. wonder what Luke did after episode one or whatever, like you got it before Disney came in and said, fuck you. But uh, yeah, so, <laughs> you know, it's 2021 Nintendo 64 is old, super old, uh, you know, uh, just with the way things are going with Nintendo, it's pretty uncertain. For a while, they were doing the mini consoles, which were dope even though we, d we didn't pick them up because we just didn't play those consoles, but would you rather see it come back or would you rather them just like leave it in the past or uh, put them the game, some games digitally on its uh, Nintendo online service where you'd be able to play like Mario Kart 64 online for the first time ever. I think so that would be that really cool. I don't think yeah. we need that mini console thing because I don't think it works out. You know, they pick games that nobody wants um what was the last one to come out uh, the super nintendo super. and there was like several games that like, were like yeah there, I, really I saw a lot of feedback of of stuff that you know there was games i'm like why are these on here you know well, the uh, ps1 for sure was the huge was letdown. that the one that was like really bad yeah um so yeah i mean I, and it doesn't have to be every game but i mean like i said everybody wants to play the, like 20 games 30 games out of the 300 so if they pick and choose out of those and um, just put them on the um, 
a marketplace or whatever and you know make them like five bucks like dude you can make it i bet you there'd be a ton of people buying those just to play on the switch or whatever i know i would yep i would too you know 10 bucks five bucks eh, probably five bucks but whatever um but yeah i'd rather do that I, I don't the other reason is <clears throat> well i guess nes had cartridges too or super nes um I don't know. I just don't need a mini console that's again got like 20 games that are not anything I want. You know, there's probably like five games out of the 20 or 30 games. So, and besides, I have, you know, seven consoles right now. I don't need an extra one. That, no matter what games they put on that mini console, you are guaranteed to probably have them. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I would say if, if they put some stuff on a marketplace or whatever on Switch, you know, at the right price, I'd play those for sure. You know, they don't even have to update the graphics or anything. Just leave it the way it was. That's why yeah. I like the Super Mario 3D All-Stars. And you keep talking about it and talking about it. They'll never, well, they haven't done it yet. But if they did the same thing with like Ocarina or Majora's Mask and then two other games um, for the Switch. <laughs> and I'm still talking about it. <laughs> still hoping yeah, right. for it. Well, it's like, you know, Skyward Sword HD, like really... You know, I, I was so wrong about it to an, to a degree. Um, there's still a missing feature, which I forgot to talk about in the episode. You know, the whole amiibo thing, like that should have been a feature included with the game, not locked behind a twenty dollar amiibo. Um, if you don't know what that is, basically you can fast travel from anywhere on the map instead of going to the statues they have placed. Oh. Um, it saves a lot of time, um, and they locked it behind the amiibo. Um, but yeah, so like I. I was really reluctant to buy that game. I just had happened to sell a few things on eBay that covered the price of the game. So I was like, fuck it, I'll get it. Uh, let alone it's still good for the collection later on in life. Um, yeah. And then that game just like blew my mind away. I was like, whoa, it is so much better than I anticipated. I've only finished the Forest Temple. I still haven't gone back to play it, but uh, I can't wait to go back. Um, so yeah, I, I hope they do the 3D All Stars collection. I you know bring back uh, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and Twilight Princess. Uh, all three of those games, like in in some fashion, are like a trilogy of their own. Mm-hmm. Um, to a, to a degree, uh, well, not to a degree. They they are connected, so it would be really cool to see that timeline be a, a box set, and then maybe Wind Waker be its own for like thirty bucks. Um, I don't know. I, I really hope that they learn their lesson from last year because clearly Mario 3 All-Stars was a huge hit. Um, people are bummed that it's off the shelves, but they had enough time. They definitely met supply with that game. Uh, demand was terrifying its first few month. But honestly, after that, it really wasn't that hard to go pick the game up. So uh, I'm hoping that they do more stuff like this. Um, it's kind of tough, man, because I don't know how you feel. Uh, you know, you're a casual gamer, as in, you know, you'll play when you can. You know, you're not really tripping over it. But as someone like myself who plays more hardcore, I would say I would just I wish that they brought more games back because the new ones they make are meh. I guess I don't know. Like, how do you feel about that? Would you rather them to see to continue to innovate, like Breath of the Wild, or would you like to see more classics come back? Well, I think I think both. I think they can do both. Um, I just, you know, if they're if they're going to innovate, you know, hopefully it's like you said, like a Breath of the Wild case where it's it's the same character but just 
amazing and it's something you haven't seen but i'm not opposed to again playing for playing these other stuff other games and um but i don't think they need to get crazy and do crazy um you know boost to the the frames per second or you know just i mean maybe some updated graphics i don't know it's hard to say because there's like i said there's so many games like how do you pick and choose what what games are going to be the games to do it to and then if you do it to these five games, you're not going to make these people over here happy. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. But, um, you know, I'd be, I'm not opposed to having them if they were to do it. Just depends on what it is, I guess. Well, you know, I, I guess it's kind of a dumb question at the end of the day, because like you had pretty much said right now, at the end of the day, as a fan, more the merrier, right? So you have the new ones and you have the classics you know, nothing's wrong with just having both. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so for the people listening, you you said earlier that you have seven consoles. Can you name each color and which one's your yeah, favorite? I have the classic, uh, have the classic uh, charcoal. And then I've got the Toys R Us gold console. Uh, I've got the... Ice, well, it's the Japanese version of the uh, ice glacier ice blue. I've got jungle green, watermelon red, the orange one that I cannot remember the name of because it's not fire orange, it's the Japanese version uh, right here. Actually, the Hawks version, it's the half black, half see through or- uh, orange. <clears throat> That's actually probably one of my favorite looking ones the dual color. And then uh, I just picked up the grape. Fantastic grape. That one actually looks pretty cool. When you put them all together, though, they look great. So, Well, that's what that was going to be my question, though. So, you, you know, you let everyone know what colors you have. But if you could only have one of those, like which one would you say takes the cake for you right now in your collection? Oof, I don't it's know. Very it's, tough, I, it's, it's very tough because it's very tough. The jungle green is like really good looking, but so is the freaking watermelon red and the grape. The blue looks cool. The blue looks, uh, I mean, they look very, very nice. Yeah. I guess it just, I don't know. It'd be a toss-up between the jungle green and the, the watermelon red. Probably the red. I, I don't know, dude. That's tough. Probably <laughs> it's red. Tough yeah. Actually, maybe even red or blue. Jungle green's pretty good look, looking. Though. I'll go red, <laughs> the watermelon red. That's why I got them, because I was like, oh, dude, these are so, like, because I never had them before. They're super cool. Like they just look really good, and yeah. But I'll go. Uh, I'll go watermelon red. Uh, for anyone listening that had only the charcoal uh, Nintendo sixty four back in the day, uh, he's not lying. The other colors, when you see them in person, it's it's something to behold. I mean, they are very beautiful consoles, and it is insane to think about how many uh, Nintendo produce in terms of different variations. Um, it's just, uh, it's unreal. So, yeah, the one controller that stands out to me is the uh, extreme green, the clear, like lime green colored controller. Yeah. That one's super cool. I don't have it yet, but I am going to get it at some point. But the atomic purple is pretty cool too. And then, just... and then, you know, all the games. So, I'm like games. halfway there. Almost there. I'm like uh, Googling an image of Nintendo 64 colors right now. 
because God knows. Oh man, this guy has a lot of six Nintendo fantastic red, blue, purple, orange, green, gray boxes only for a thousand dollars. Like uh, just the boxes for a thousand crazy bastard. Send that link to me. Oh, Eric, no. Send it. Stay away. <laughs> Uh, what about the controllers? You have like a bunch of different colored controllers. Uh, well, I have the, right I now. have a controller per uh, console, and then I picked up these other controllers that are half gray, half black, or charcoal, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, that you know, they're supposed to be like the Mario Kart. It's like actually the Japanese version, um, but I also don't know if they're hundred percent authentic. They do say all Nintendo and all the buttons are the same and um, the plug-in for the where the port goes, you know, that says Nintendo on it as well. Mm-hmm. And it's the, the correct color from what I've seen. But, you know, I don't know how you would tell. Um, I'm just basing it off of this app that I've got um, with some pictures and stuff. So That's what you need right there. I know. I still need to get one of the Pikachu consoles or both. <laughs> yeah that one's cool they're both sick oh there's oh there's three oh great so i need all three of them there is three there's the Pokemon yeah there's Stadium the blue console. and the orange one that looked the same with the pikachu reset button on his cheek or his foot actually i think it is his foot and then there's the one that you showed me which is the pokemon stadium version which is i was kind of sad that when they came to the gamecube they really uh yeah, that's why I was like kind of bringing up the fact that they did, they're kind of innovative. I mean, GameCube had some innovative things like the the um, the Game Boy piece that goes underneath. Oh man, uh, like that! Yeah. And um, I love that piece. Yeah, dude, that thing goes for like two hundred bucks complete. And then I have my crazy. original one till this day. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, so. Game Boy did some stuff, or uh, GameCube did a lot of stuff too, you know, with the wireless controller. And um, that's why it's, it's kind of hard. Too, though, you know? Yeah, the games were freaking great on that one too, but we can get into that later. But um, yeah, we'll have a GameCube episode. You know, so that's why it's, I think it's kind of hard for us now looking at like the Switch. Now, the Switch is innovative uh, because like, of what it does. I, yeah. You know, I but, was thinking about it a lot lately in the last mm-hmm. week. I think the Nintendo Switch could be their last console. I think they could just keep making stronger and better iterations of it forever. I mean, it's the perfect, it's the perfect handheld, and then you literally put it on a dock, turn it on to your TV. Like, I mean, it really doesn't get much better than that. And then you see, uh, you know, ha- ha- uh, shout out to DNA Games on Instagram. You know, he takes these switches and makes them look like N64s, you know? And he's done a killer job, you know, making these consoles look like classics. And I just see what he does. And I see the potential with the performance with Nintendo upgrading the console. I'm like, man, they have something special there. They just, they're already making so much money. They don't even care. Yeah, no, I think, I definitely think the Switch is innovative for sure. Like you're saying, you know, just being able to pick it up and then walk away with it. And like, oh, I'm still playing the game. And yeah. um, you know, and, and everything that it really does, you know, maybe it's the games that need, that are lacking, you know, they need a little bit more innovation on the games, but um, yeah, man, I, I just, the, 
64. And the other reason that I was able to get a lot of the 64 stuff was because I had, for some reason, I was collecting, you know, I had the, uh, the Dreamcast bundle. I had a Sega bundle of stuff. And, um, you know, so I was able to sell that stuff and buy more Nintendo 64 stuff. So that was, that, that was kind of another reason that I continued to buy Nintendo 64 stuff because I was able to just move this stuff to buy that stuff, if that makes sense. So, yeah. But I just, that the reason for that is like the Dreamcast was cool, but, you know, I would rather collect the one thing. And um, 64 is definitely like the thing to collect for me. Yeah, man. I, I think you're doing a killer job of it. it it's so cool to, to see the games you get and the, the consoles. And it is kind of cool to focus on one thing. Uh, I need to do that. I went back from focusing on one thing to <laughs> now I'm over here buying Jurassic Park collectibles and Halo 2 collectibles and Halo Infinite. Oh, God. It's so bad. I need to narrow it down. Um, but yeah, no, your collection's amazing. Um, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, we will obviously continue this retro conversation with singular games because um, as all of you could imagine, pretty much the 40 games that we were easily able to talk about uh, by name, we can also talk about alone. So we will have to do that on a future episode. But Eric, thank you so much for being on, man. It's so cool to take a trip down memory lane, the N64 uh it, with our immediate family our our cousins friends i mean it was just a console that everyone played together and uh just good times so uh yep, for sure thanks for having me uh do you have anything else to say before we close this out that's it man just keep collecting and uh, if anybody's got anything for sale let me know <laughs> he's <laughs> winking his face it's, it's awesome all right guys so thank you for listening to it just works podcast i'm your host ryan and we will catch you guys next week as i talk your face is off when it comes to Halo Infinite. So take care. Bye. Bye.